0: Welcome to the Left Talk podcast. Tonight we're going to be discussing Labour Deputy Leader Angela Rayner's comments on law and order, and more specifically, shoot to kill and brutal policing. As usual, uh, I'm joined by my co-host, Tumble Dryer Maya. How are you doing today, Maya?
1: I am doing great, thank you. Better now I'm here. How are you doing, Carl?
0: (laughs) Uh, Always better for being on the podcast. You know how it is. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's been an interesting day. We're currently living through uh, storm Eunice as well.
1: Which people take less seriously because it's named a woman. So there's going to be more deaths because people think, "Ah, a woman, a woman storm. Pfft, I'll be fine."
0: Woman storm. Yeah, I'll I'll be fine. Let's go swimming in the, in the in the sea. Um yeah, please don't. If you're listening to this, please don't go sw- swimming in the sea. Don't. Storm Eunice is still happening. If I just don't go swimming in the sea in general, it's a dangerous place. Anyway, we're going to start off by uh, hearing the remarks in context because we want to be fair to Angela Rayner. So we thought we'd play you the clip from Matt Ford's The Political Party podcast where Angela Rayner made the comments.
2: The perception of you would be that you're on the left of the party, that you are um, sort of soft to hard left. Yeah, I love that term. Soft left. Bit soft. <laughs> <laughs> Is that how you describe yourself? I mean... I mean, most people recognise soft left, so I would describe myself as soft left. But I, you know what? On certain things, I'm not though. Because on things like law and order, I'm like quite hard line. I'm like, you know, shoot terrorists and ask a question second in the morning. I'm like, sorry. No, God, they like, like it? The most That's the most controversial thing I've ever Brexit. No, said? absolutely. No. But, But on the economy, I'm really radical. I think we need overall on the economy. We need investment. I don't see investment in our infrastructure as a dirty word. I think investing in our economy and diversifying it is actually the way you sustain Britain's economy for the future. So I'm quite radical on that. I don't think public sector is a dirty word. I believe that it's part of our national security, actually, to have our key infrastructure as part of the public sector. So... I'm, you know, that does that make me left wing, yeah, but then on law and order, I think if you're being terrorised by the local thug, then yeah, I want a copy to come and sort them out, so I, oh, you my. know, I have, I have,
0: this <laughs> is like, I mean, I'd, so I you can't speak for all me, you know what yeah. I mean,
2: it's like, this is how I roll, it's like, yeah, you know, I said that to Jeremy, I said, don't oh, ever put me in that position because you won't like me, because <laughs> 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 so we're on a different page on something like that, and I think Well, that's the beauty of the Labour Party for me is about we we do have different views. It's about finding that way of connecting with the voters. But I don't think I'm disconnected from the people I grew up with. You know, I was plagued by antisocial behaviour. I was plagued by being robbed. You know, and it's not a nice situation, and, you know, I just think that, you know, you should be hardline on things like that. You know, it's not just, oh, you've been burgled, there's a crime number. No, yeah. I want you to beat down the doors of the criminal and sort them out and antagonise <laughs> them. That's what I say to my local police, you know, three o'clock in the morning, antagonise them so that they realise yeah. that, no, you know, because it's the usual suspects, isn't it? We all know if you go up on a council estate, you know it's the usual suspects. They think they can get away with it. No, I want the police to annoy the hell out of them until they realise that, you know, disrupting people, ordinary working people's lives is not okay. And these people deserve protection, so I am quite, you know, I am quite a hard line. And stuff like that. I mean, oh my God. <laughs> like, this is like, you're <coughs> to the right of Tony Blair. Uh, more police, yeah. I'm more police. I like police. I think they do a good job and I think, you know, well, I'd like them to investigate a bit more.
1: LAUGHTER <laughs>
0: <laughs> So that was Angela Rayner on Matt Ford's The Political Party excerpt. I wanted to leave that last bit in there where she says, you know, she's told, oh, you're to the right of Tony Blair. And she goes, yeah, a bit dangerous.
1: (laughs) Um, uh, Let's um, quickly, yeah, moving on. Um, Even the rest of it was, um, she thinks because she grew up on a council estate, it means that she knows every single problem in society. She has no interest in thinking, hey, let's look at the fact that like black people are disproportionately arrested and convicted of crimes because they are over-policed. So if you over-police someone, you're going to find higher rates of crime. And then white people are undercharged, under-charged and under not under-policed, but less policed than black people and other minorities. So, of course, you're going to find less crimes in white people. Um, but there's no nuance of if you just if you just let the police shoot anyone and antagonise criminals, uh, no, not even criminals, antagonise people who they suspect of being criminals, that's just going to, that's predominantly going to be black people. But that doesn't matter to her because that's not going to affect her. So she can advocate for these things because she doesn't actually care about the problems in society. Otherwise, she would view Um, stuff like antisocial behavior and what she calls thugs that is a big code word in the UK and I think in other countries for black people the majority of the time they're talking about thugs they mean young black boys young black boys will literally it's absolutely a racially charged statement and she damn well knows that she knows it's racially charged What she's trying to do is she's trying to win over right wing voters because the actual effect of this will the actual impact of this will never affect her. That's why people who are in a position that she is of privilege and especially the power that people like me and her that white women have over particularly black men never think about it because it doesn't impact her. So she's just mm. doing this for votes. She doesn't actually care about the problems in society. And people who are like, oh, but she just meant she just meant this, she just meant that. That was not taken out of context. That was the whole, what, almost minute and a half long clip.
0: Yeah, about three, three she minutes. She knew what she yeah. said.
1: Oh, three minute clip. Three, three, three there we go. Clip, yeah.
0: um, I, I, I'd say that because um, uh, a lot of people have taken her comments to mean shoot to kill. And in her defense, she didn't actually say explicitly shoot to kill. However, this isn't the movies. She knew people would
1: take it like that.
0: Yeah, she she knew people would take it like that. And also, this isn't the movies. Like, if you get shot in the real world, your chances of dying are actually pretty high. Lots of people are bringing up the case of John Charles de Menezes and the fact that he was uh, shot by anti-terror police on the London Underground. And it is 100% relevant to this case. Like, Angela Lorraine's comments directly apply to this. I also want to point out that the whole comments about uh, police should be harassing local burglar at 3am comments, those sorts of things, they don't help improve policing in the UK. They actually make relations between the police and the general community a lot worse. And with Amir Locke having been killed less than a few weeks ago, you'd have thought that Really, you'd have stayed away from comments like that and argued for a rehabilitation structure. It, it puts barriers in the way of rehabilitation as well. She um, wasn't even
1: put on the spot. She brought this up herself. She you know, no one was talking about this. No one was even talking about this. She goes, "Yeah, quite proudly, I think that we should start shooting terrorists and ask questions later." And she said that like it's a joke. She said, "Yeah,", yeah and people laughed afterwards because to her it's a funny joke but yeah. to especially minorities particularly young black boys in the UK and black men in general in the UK they they will be increasingly scared for their lives mm. because this actually affects people but yeah. a lot of people who are defending her do not have that intersectionality to realize
0: and cannot asian pull men. their heads
1: out their ass to realize and asian men as yeah, well yeah, yeah but yeah. any kind of any kind of minority but particularly Minority men are minorities,
0: yes, yeah, absolutely. The the perception, uh, yeah, not non white men, um, get from the police. Uh, she was interestingly condemned by, of all people, David Davis, uh, which is just (laughs) unbelievable when you're to the, the left, uh, sorry, when you're to the right of um, uh, Tony Blair and David Davis. I mean, you're you're in some really dark territory there. Like, really dark territory. you
1: fucked up. You need to reevaluate your life choices.
0: Yeah, I've got a couple of things that I just wanted to cover. So I just wanted to cover uh, Nazir Afzal's tweet. Nazir Afzal tweeted, Some making out Angela Rayner's comments about Shoot first policy for terrorists is some new policy. It's been operational anti-terror response to marauding terrorist threats for years. If faced with man wearing what purports to be suicide vest, you disable to prevent greater harm. An interesting defence. Yeah,
1: I don't really know how we got from A to B to X.
0: Yeah, doesn't actually make any sense given the context of Angela Rayner's comments. Everybody who's watching this or listening to this heard what Angela Rayner said. She was defining herself as someone who is different from Jeremy Corbyn. Like That was the point of her comments. The point of her comments was, I am not Jeremy Corbyn. I believe in a tougher shoot-to-kill policy. Well, what Nasir Afzal is defending there is also what Jeremy Corbyn was in favour of. In The Guardian, uh, on the 17th of November, 2015, you can read the story that is Corbyn. I'd allow shoot-to-kill in exceptional circumstances. And the quote that they've got from Jeremy Corbyn's report to the NEC is, of course, I support the use of whatever proportionate and strictly necessary force is required to save life in response to attacks of the kind we saw in Paris. Like, he's in favour of a shoot-to-kill policy if life is directly threatened. So where does that leave Angela Rayner? What is Angela Rayner in favour of here?
1: I die. I, who knows? Who knows? It's just... They're just jumping to defend her, like they always jump to defend Starmer, because unity of the left. But would never have jumped to defend Corbyn like this, respectfully.
0: Yes, I, I really can't see. Uh, I can't see how this is helpful. Um, Navara Media pointed out that uh, it's really embarrassing. After Keir Starmer's been for weeks now um, saying that we need to moderate language in politics in order to keep people safe and avoid stochastic terrorist acts, uh, such as the kind that he, you know, because he was attacked by those who were enraged Mm -hmm. by the PM's uh, Jimmy Savile comments. Um, And yet this is exactly the sort of thing that gets other people not just attacked but killed. And this podcast has come out um, and his deputy is effectively yeah, advocating something that's really quite dangerous, Two minorities in this country,
1: yeah, and like because she specified terrorism, the effect that this is gonna have on um on West Asians in this country who are already profiled as terrorists and also anyone who wears a hijab already profiled as terrorist as a terrorist and gets and and gets told that they are terrorists and and the bigotry that they already face in this country, then we've got our left wing you know. Uh, We're here, you know, supporting the workers, support the miners, you know, join a trade union, which I think Angela Rayner tweeted about recently, joining trade unions. To do what? Because there is nothing remotely left wing about that party anymore. And going, oh, well, you can't criticise them because left unity. But you can't criticise them because, but that's not exactly what she meant. Sorry, if I was advocating for shooting anyone, I would specify I would not leave that vague because otherwise Mm. people will either like make sweeping statements about what I'm thinking, which she knows she's media trained. She's more media trained than any of us. She knows that people were going to take this as shoot to kill. She knew that. And she intentionally left it vague so she could hide behind the, but, but I didn't mean shoot to kill. Well, you should have said that in the podcast, shouldn't you darling?
0: Hmm. The, uh, the whole left unity argument, it really doesn't work for me in the face of, of an increasingly antagonistic Labour Party, but more so, it doesn't work for me if you are throwing away large sections of your vote, because I guarantee you, like, we're, we're pretty angry about this. People who are directly affected by it, I, i.e. the Labour voters, the particularly the Muslim Labour voters, that Labour mm-hmm. has been losing rapidly. There was a poll that came out recently that showed sort of 40 odd percent of Labour's Muslim vote from 2019 has dropped off. These are people that Labour can't afford to lose. Those people are going to see this and go, OK, I think some of the people who've left and won't vote Labour anymore might have a bit of a point now. I can't see how it can be defended. I, I just can't. Um, it's uh, it's yeah. so,
1: it's the most ridiculous take. I. It angers me to even think about the fact that people
0: defend this. And the antagonistic sort of take towards the the left constantly, this antagonism, um, is really not going to end well for Keir Starmer. It's it's already seeing a drop-off from the the Partygate scandal. Boris Johnson has effectively got away with Partygate at this point. Mm -hmm. The polls are closing, is all I was going to say. Sorry. Oh,
1: yeah, I've been keeping an eye on them and how Labour have managed to let him get away with that. That was the biggest political scandal for a long time. I, do you remember the Paradise Papers came out recently? Which yeah. was almost like part two. No, was it was the Pandora Paper. I can't remember. Which was almost uh-huh. like part two of the um, Panama Papers did not get this kind of this this anger. Even the... Um, the Tories voting against free school meals for the most impoverished children in this in society didn't get this anger because people only care when it directly affects them. Well, I direct, I wasn't allowed to a party, so it's not fair that he did. It doesn't matter that these poor kids are going to starve. I wasn't allowed to go to this party as so he did, which they're right to be angry, but odd places draw the line.
0: So apparently, two Labour officials who spoke to Navarra Media anonymously, said that Angela Rayner's comments showed a l- lynch mob mentality uh, at the top of the Labour Party. And it's really hard to disagree when you're supporting extrajudicial killings, and really without much justification whatsoever, it's difficult to say that it's anything but a lynch mob mentality. It is only the most hard right of Labour figures, and interestingly, the most anti-Corbyn of Labour figures who have been defending these comments. And you wouldn't want these people defending you, basically. If you were in a tricky position inside the Labour Party and you wanted to preach about Labour unity, you wouldn't want only these people to be on your side. The sort of hard right of the Labour, Labour Party and those who've shown themselves to be both more right-wing than Tony Blair by Andrew Rainer's own admission and more right-wing than David Davis by the fact that David Davis actually seems to be willing to condemn the comments. I, I just don't see how you can, you know, how you can argue in defence of that.
1: Okay. So Labour's current tactic, current political tactic, seems to be emulate Boris Johnson. They see Boris Johnson is doing well, and they're trying to act like a fucking clown. They're trying to act like Boris Johnson is. And people who, people who are like, oh, you're just taking any opportunity to knock the opposition. No, no, I'm taking any opportunity to criticise people who advocate for policing, especially the police just shooting first, asking questions later.
0: That whole um, ambiguity thing, I was going to say as well, that reminds me of the post-truth politics. Like, it it is, in fact, post-truth politics. It's Jordan Peterson making his statement going, well, there are differences between men and women when he's asked about why um, a, a disproportionate number of men are in STEM fields, you know, he's not saying what he actually thinks. He's just implying and letting the audience do the the context work by, you know, through the context, putting in place the pieces of the puzzle and either making it a quite reasonable statement or one which is radically, radically right-wing. And and the and thing this is, is certainly... Labour... sorry. Sorry, this is effectively what Labour's doing. What Andrew Rain is doing.
1: Yeah, and the thing is, Labour know that people are going to support them no matter what. They know that. They know that people are to, people are going to argue. Oh well, why are you? Why aren't you having a go at the Tories who are doing all this? I can do both. I have time. I can do both. Um, mm. If a Tory minister came out and said this, I'd criticise them too, because yeah. this isn't like I'm not like it isn't fucking sports it's the sportification of politics the footballification of politics right so it's it's the the kind of sportification of politics of my party is always better than who like the other one so they're always right and you can't criticize anything about them and it's not fair and blah 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 like it's all these corbynites who are doing that no it's people with perspective did you actually maybe stop and think that maybe all these Corbynites seem to be the only people who are reading up about racial justice? Did you think about that? Or did you just rely on your own context that you got from your own life to decide what is and isn't right? Because that seems to be what's happening when these people are advocating for the over, what, is, what will turn out to be the over-policing of minorities. And this was not the reiteration of pre-existing legislation this is her actively going oh well you know i'm quite right wing i'm quite right wing i think we should shoot people first ask questions later that's not a policy that's not legislation mm.
0: that's a personal what, opinion what would the legislation that back that, that look like as well cuz that's the other thing like in terms of strategy is this going to work cuz like labor strategy on this seems to be we're going to be tougher on crime than the tories I'm sorry, you've got Pretty Patel. She's she's a dementor. Like you've got Pretty Patel as your opposite number, she is not going to be, you know, soft on crime. And however however hard you think you are on crime, Pretty Patel can be harder. She 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 will be nastier to immigrants than the Labour Party is capable of, than any decent human being is capable of. Um, and she, she will be tougher on terrorism as well to you know, she will be harder on those stances. All of those things that they're trying to win people over by taking a quote unquote hard stance on. Pretty Patel is going to be nasty. You're not gonna out UKIP the UKIPers. You're not gonna out Tory the Tories, you know? If people are so, you know, so hard line on those issues that they won't go to the um the Tories, they'll go to UKIP, you know? And if they're not that hard line, well I'm sorry, the they're going to find the comments about extrajudicial killings pretty off-putting. Strategically, it's just a nightmare. And
1: people who don't find that off-putting, actually not respectfully, the people who don't find that off-putting, I wouldn't want voting for me. I I would be disgusted with myself if people who supported extra... Like, who supported shoot first, ask questions later, which you know will predominantly affect West Asians and Muslims and brown people, then I would be disgusted that they would feel at home in my party. I would want to make clear that I do not support that. And it's disgusting, but Labour don't, because they don't actually care anymore. Because this is literally, you have just seen this week, the Overton window shift. Now, apparently, if I say, shoot first, ask questions later, is bad. I'm a fucking... Uh, do you know what I mean? I'm just butthurt that my person didn't win.
0: And you're a member of the radical left as well. Yes. You're an extremist. Like, the extremist position is to be against extrajudicial killings in this case. Just what? What?
1: If you're not against extrajudicial killings, I literally don't want to ever see you again. I do not want to witness you in my life. Go. Yeah. Be yeah. with all the other racists because it is a racist opinion to have.
0: Yeah, I one hundred percent agree. Um that of course there is the exception for the time when life is directly under threat. Like
1: Yes. If like, there, there is yeah. if yeah, people who believe in that I'm more comfortable with. Yeah. But people yeah, I, who genuinely support this Angela Rona take. Mm-mm.
0: You That's can't right. leave it that ambiguous. You you can't you just can't leave it that. It's open.
1: dangerous, and people know that. They just know that they probably won't be affected by it.
0: And you can't you can't condemn um, Boris Johnson's comments about Jimmy Savile that he knew were going to antagonise the far right, and were going to create a situation where, stochastically, it, it was going to end up with people being harassed, possibly people being killed. And then turn around and defend Angela Reina and these comments, which are of that same variety of vague ambiguity that you'd expect somebody who, you know, says all lives matter in response to Black Lives Matter to say. You, you would because actually expect that.
1: The thing is, yeah, and ignorance and misinformation feed off of ambiguity. It's not helpful. It's not progressive. This isn't like the uh, just I'm running out of ways to say that it was racially insensitive and just it was, they damn well knew that this would provoke people. What they're yeah. trying to do is they're trying to get these, the people who have these hardline policing takes into their party. Why do you want them in your party? Because that's suspicious. You're telling me you don't find it suspicious that the Labour wants these? Because this is, these are right-wing takes. She knew it was a right-wing take. She said it was a right-wing take. You're taking it out of context. We listen to the whole context. You can listen to the mm. whole podcast. It won't say anything that we didn't.
0: Yeah, um, it's interesting, I think, that Labour has gone for this as a strategy, because I think it shows a bit of an ignorance about what has been going on. Um, the majority of, and if you speak to Femi, he'll, he'll back me up on this, the majority of the UK voting population is quite left-wing, or at least liberal, right? Yeah. This is an objectively very hard right take. And I think it stems from an ignorance about what influences people, politics it's not actually that the majority of people are quite hard right it's that we have a voting system and a media environment that facilitates the right wing getting enough votes to get them over the line and that is not helped you don't build your coalition of left-wing support by going more to the right what you need to do is persuade the left together persuade the left into left unity uh, whether you do that through sort of advocacy for a, um, uh, a voting coalition, like the Lib Dems are looking currently at a, a, a non-aggression pact with the Labour Party. I don't actually think that will be enough. Um, I think you're going to need some sort of agreement around voter reform. I'm very much with Femi on that. Uh, and of course, the Scottish voting system has already been reformed uh, to some degree, and I'd be much more in favour of emulating that model.
1: Yeah, which still has flaws, but it is miles better than first bars of the post. And you can immediately see that because the Green Party have massive influence in our government. They yeah. literally have ministerial positions. All that, and we don't even have proper proportional representation. Like, yeah. you are not actually persuading. We are just two people who are interested in this and, and, and study it in our own time, outside of jobs and our lives and whatnot. But... These people have political advisors who know how the voting system works, who know how all of this works. They absolutely know why yep. they can't or why they refuse to accept this two and two put together.
0: Who knows? I really struggle to see the uh, the logic here and the, the reason for bringing it up in the first place, because it's like you said at the start. It was completely unprovoked. She wasn't asked, "Do you support a shoot-to-kill policy, and does that make you differ from your, you know, your opposition uh, leader?" She could have said, "Well, I disagree with Jeremy Corbyn on some things. I agree with him on other things. Uh, but right now, I'm rallying around Keir Starmer because I want to support the current Labour leadership, get the Labour government, um, sorry, get the Labour Party into power, and." Yeah, win the next general election. Like, that would have been perfectly reasonable. There's nothing that anybody could have objected to about that. But instead she went, no, actually, I'm in favour of extrajudicial killings. The thing is,
1: this is a very sensitive matter. Shooting people should not be thrown about for a laugh when you're in a podcast, right? This affects people. Innocent people will die if you advocate for these policies. Innocent people absolutely will get harmed if you advocate for the policies that she, or the, if you, it's not even a policy. If you believe what she does, innocent people will absolutely and unequivocally get harmed. That's Mm -hmm. how it works, okay? And the way that she said it for a laugh is disgusting. The way that she joked about it is disgusting. This needs to be, if you're talking about this, if you're going to say, look, you need to, talk about this with some fucking tact because otherwise you are like, it's just such a right wing thing to do that. I don't know why she wastes time in labor. Oh wait, no. Yes, I do. Because it's pretty much fucking right wing now because they use UKIP talking points now, apparently. Um, you know, I actually forgot that the BMP was a political party. I don't know why they still are because everyone could leave and just join fucking labor at this point.
0: Where's the difference? Yeah, it's surprising if you look at the um, the BNP's two thousand and five platform. It's not all that different to Labour's current platform. Like, if you want to see how far the um, the, the political spectrum has slipped to the right. Uh, now, I'm not saying everybody in Labour is like that, uh, yeah. but I'm saying the current leadership are way too willing to facilitate talking points which do appear on the BNP's manifesto um, from, te- from ten from years ago. Um, And I think that's quite worrying. I also think it's worrying that we don't take into consideration that both Boris Johnson's comments and Angela Rayner's comments play into um, Boris Johnson's comments with the Saddlegate stuff and Angela Rayner's comments with the Shoot to Kill stuff, or or not Shoot to Kill, Shoot First, um, Ask Questions Later sort of policy. They're effectively playing into a system that they know is... already systemically built up to support the right wing and to be very, very racist, effectively. There needs to be an apology issued, a clarification. Um, I think that uh, an apology and clarification, rather than doubling down, would be nice to see at this point. Uh, Labour also put forward, in its push for a hard right stance and a tough-on-crime stance, uh, put forward a proposal to have a register to embarrass uh, people who buy drugs—that was one of their proposals—is effectively a, a, a register where, a bit like the sex offenders register, um, but for, for people who, who buy drugs, uh, you know, lists of public public humiliation for people who buy drugs. It's just completely devoid of any understanding of current evidence-based drug policy.
1: Yes, this is absolutely a right-wing talking point. It is, they, it, Boris Johnson would be on there. I mean, as would like half the conservatives. So it's never going to happen, first of all. They know it's never going to happen because the conservatives would block it. Because it's, people would be too embarrassed to buy drugs. Um, I don't think they will. How would this happen? It's such an impossible policy. It's a policy that absolutely would not work. We know it would not work. Why don't we actually try listening to specialists in the field instead of, just pushing for policies that will um gain right-wing voters
0: and we know that addiction is a di- is a disease yep and you can't you can't treat it as something that well if you just make the punishment harsh enough and if you just humiliate people enough they'll stop being addicted to drugs or alcohol or whatever it that's is that's not like,
1: how it works yeah it, it doesn't it absolutely work like isn't that. how it works should should people um start shaming uh shaming me for for buying feeding tubes I've never bought one. You're getting free here. But do you know what I mean? Are people going to shame me for having my disease? If you're not going to shame me, if it's wrong to to shame physically disabled people, why are we treating mental health disorders differently, particularly addiction? It is mm. an absolute, like, why? What is this? Who is this going to help? Yep. But, oh, sorry, We we have to actually... Please ignore everything we said on this podcast because it is all just Corbyn supporters being arsey and only ever criticizing Labour, even though half the time we actually criticize Tories. Um sorry, we're just arsey. I'm sorry. We've not had a cup of tea today. Um so please don't listen to us.
0: Yeah, so in, in summary, just yeah, don't listen to anything we say. Um I'm sure it won't affect Labour's voting chances at all you know, voters that they desperately need won't be dropping off at the sight of them supporting extrajudicial killings. I'm sure that's not going to be a problem that Labour are going to have to face in the near future. Yeah, we're going to be watching this with interest. Um, Thank you very much for joining me, Maya. We should probably close up now. Um, And yeah, it's been an absolute pleasure. Uh, Thank you for coming on.
1: Thank you very much for having me. And on next week's podcast, we'll speak about why Corbyn suddenly decided to support the death penalty. He didn't.
0: He didn't. Yeah, it's just, it's just. Yeah, that's that's very uh, contextual. Yeah, that's pro- probably uh, probably what we'll get from the mainstream media next week. All right. Uh, yes. Um, on on the next uh, podcast, we're going to be uh, doing another PragerU video with a special guest. Don't miss it. I'll be releasing that on the Monday. Thank you very much for listening, and we will see you next time. Don't forget to follow the podcast, hit the star um, to—is it a star or the bell? The bell icon bell. on Spotify. It's a bell. Um, and yeah, make sure that you are following, and that we can um, bring you more content next week. Looking forward to it. Looking forward to it. If you disagree with us, please do feel free to get in touch. We do want to hear your comments, and we do want to hear your commentary. Thank you very much, and we will see you next week.
1: Goodbye.